Welcome to Here's What I Think, Episode 6 with Mike and Linda! We're back with another great episode for you. Lots of advice to give. Questions are rolling in. If you have any questions, please send them to our question sheet. What's that question sheet called? I always forget. It's a Google form. Google form. Fill out the question and send it to us because this show does not function without any questions. It's true. And as I think we've proven over our last few episodes... We give award-winning advice. Yeah, I think we'd be getting an Oscar if for our they performances. Did, if they did an Oscar for podcasts. We're going to submit for the Canadian Podcast Awards this year, and yeah. you'll see. Guaranteed to win, I think. Let's hop right into our first question. Linda, who's this one from? This question is from Hannah. Hannah says, as the oldest of three girls in my family, I find my younger sisters are absolute messes and have no concept of adulthood, responsibility, or awareness. I get along with them when we're together, but it's really hard for me to relate to them, and we're only a few years apart. In your experience, do you think our relationship will grow as they mature and get older? Mike, what do you think? Well, I think personally with my family, I think I've gotten closer with my sisters over the years than... Like, than we were when we were kids. As you got older, you got closer. Yeah. But if you reflected back, like, in in school, you probably would, would not have thought. Well, my one sister is, like, seven years older than me, and she didn't live with us. So. <laughs> and then my little sister also moved out at a young age. <laughs> so. We're not going to dive into your family dynamic. <laughs> and I, so I was just mostly just home by myself. Well, I had my friend who lived with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, Mike had a weird rural upbringing. <laughs> Grew up on the farm. Very different from my sheltered Asian city life. <laughs> I was sheltered, too. I had a shelter. That's not the same. <laughs> there was a roof above my head as well, okay? So do you think that just, are you saying give it time then? Yeah, I think give it time, especially now I find, like, we're we're a bit of a special case. You and I, I think we matured at a very young age, well maturing if you want to call it that <laughs> i don't know if i'm mature but i definitely had he my still laughs at the 69 jokes constantly nice <laughs> but uh, i still think yeah when but by you, the time yeah, i was you were 20... more mature than like most of your friends yeah and family exactly i like i had at your age i really put work like i knew the importance of work <laughs> and i think you definitely helped with that i feel like <laughs> I feel like if I didn't have you in my life, I would be, I don't know, probably still just... A slob. Yeah. Well, I'm still a slob. I think, yeah, I think everyone maybe matures and gains a level of responsibility mm -hmm. and, like, understanding of what being an adult is at different times. Yeah, because I moved out right when I was 18, lived uh -huh. with my brother, went to went to Nate right away, mm -hmm. and had to work at Best Buy. <laughs> Yeah, for, to for just pay, to, to survive to help pay for rent. So I didn't really. Yeah, I think we talked about this before. I didn't really have time to go out and party or spend my money. Right. So it's different circumstances. So I wonder if like Hannah's sisters, like maybe they don't have the same sense of paying bills that someone else mm, would. Right. Yeah. I don't know how to pay bills. <laughs> yeah, Mike doesn't know how to pay any of the bills. <laughs> I always say if I died, I would just have to start uh, fresh. <laughs> I, I don't even know what we pay bills to. <laughs> yeah, he's. Um, anyway. I was, I'd be the guy, be that old person going to the bank. To pay my <laughs> You're bills like, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Just tell me who I owe money to, and let's I, get, get get it done. I think 
Um, I wonder if Hannah has had conversations with her sisters about like what it is to be responsible. Because I think even in even in my family, I would say that there are different views about what maybe is the right behavior and what's the wrong behavior. Yeah, you definitely did the wrong behavior. What did I do? Moving out with a... Oh, yes. <laughs> with your white boyfriend. But I think so advice would be give them time. They might grow into it. I think that you should have a conversation with them about what aspects you think they're failing at and why and how you think they might improve because I think sometimes people are just clueless. Yeah, and it depends how old they are too because like what when would you say you matured as an adult? Um, I would say that I have always been mature. Yeah, you, you would say that. <laughs> I think maybe when I was uh, when I was like 21, 20 <laughs> Maybe after I got out of radio, that's when I started to mature. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've always been an old soul. <laughs> I've definitely felt old. <laughs> yeah. I do feel old. You are actually pretty old. Oh, my God. Quite older than me. I'm in my 20s, so. I am not quite older than you. I'm two years older Ew, than you. Old. <laughs> See the wrinkles from over here. So, and then I also, I mean, not that you would want to do this, but, like, I feel like people are quicker to learn if they have some type of emergency or mistake that they need to learn from. So if you really want to teach... Give me an example of one of these mistakes. Well, you know, like if you want to teach someone to be responsible, like maybe you're trying to to tell them uh, you can't leave... You can't leave your curling iron on. It's going to start a fire. So you want you're t- you're telling people to set up a set up a fire in their house and be like, "Oh, I knew it. You aren't responsible enough right? like I've always said and no, now our, our I, house is burnt down." You wouldn't have to say that. The person would realize it themselves and then they would never leave the curling iron. So you iron want them to again. develop a teaching moment. Yeah, some type of a teaching moment. Is there a teachable moment? Maybe not as extreme as a fire. But like burn this mother down. But like something, or maybe like you know you forget your wallet when you go have like a huge dinner with your family, and normally Hannah's the one who has to pay for the dinner, and now she needs to ask her sisters to pay. You're like, oops, I forgot my wallet. I guess you guys will have to pay. No chance these sisters have any money to pay for a dinner. <laughs> I can tell. Anyways, so I think you've got some options here, but I think probably everyone matures yeah. at different at different stages. And I would say certainly for both of our perspectives, we would say that even our siblings are not. <laughs> My siblings are great, so I don't know what you're talking about. My siblings listen to this podcast and I love them. All right, let's go to the next question. <laughs> All right, this one comes in from Helen. I could use some advice on how to live life to the fullest, while being financially responsible or frugal, looking for some creative ideas. What do you you think Helen should be doing here? (laughs) So I think, (laughs) well, I feel like you're going to say YOLO. (laughs) Is that what you're going to say? I I never say YOLO. (laughs) Isn't that a motto that you came up with? Oh, you only live once. Is that what you're going to say? No, I wasn't going to say that. I had other things. Oh, okay. Let's hear your your stuff first. So maybe mine is YOLO. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Actually, it's an interesting question, Helen, because I recently um, uh, have worked on a blog post with ATB Financial, a sponsored blog post. 
with ATP Financial um, on how to be or how to think about being a savvy saver and like budgeter and good spender. So I think these are all things that you can factor in. And one of the things that I had talked about with my friends was like finding ways to cut down on certain expenses so that you could then funnel those expenses into other more enjoyable things. So like, you know, maybe you're only buying groceries on the discount days where it says like 30% off meat. And then those like three or four or five extra dollars that you get you or save, you can then use to, you know, do something more fun. So like just being being a bit more strategic about where your dollars are going so that you can reinvest into the fun stuff. I'm going to have to disagree with you on uh, (laughs) all the saving stuff like that. (laughs) What would you say? Like, why is, why is she even like worried about being financially responsible? Does she, doesn't she know about the climate wars? (laughs) (laughs) That's my line. Like, there's going to be no reason, Helen, that you're going to have to worry about money, but let's say 2050. (laughs) We're going to be fighting over air. That's true. We might be dead by 2050, so YOLO. (laughs) It's like my parents now live by, because they don't don't care about leaving a a fortune behind for us. Oh, yeah. They they decided to just start spending all their money (laughs) and racking up debt. (laughs) Because they said... Who cares? We're going to be dead soon anyways. I really think that you can be frugal about some things and more expensive or lavish with others. What, for, are, we, what are we frugal with? Maybe for, that's what she wants to know. Yeah. For instance, when I go out, I rarely spend money on alcohol mm. unless I'm specifically going out to get drunk, which is only maybe like once or twice a year. So I save money by not paying for drinks all the time and i'm also very lucky because linda does not like to spend a lot of money on clothes it's true like normally she shops at our deans <laughs> I and she just buys 30 pairs of shoes that the dogs eat <laughs> i love our deans so much so i think finding so that's where you val- put value in it right because i have some friends who spend hundreds of dollars on like one like clothing item and then i feel like this will also spiral into like what's sustainable and like what's uh, good for the environment and, and as as we've discussed <laughs> the climate wars are coming and it doesn't matter the environment's already done there's no saving it <laughs> so just buy whatever you want built by whoever who cares oh no <laughs> this is bad oh, no advice. i think i could make a list of you just going you sound like that tiktok oh no oh, no 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 oh, no um, yeah, so be smart about what you're spending. I mean, you could just be like whatever YOLO. I mean, that's I mean, how I tend to spend. Which, like, I just buy like whatever <laughs> I want whenever I want. It makes it hard to shop for me at Christmas, I imagine. <laughs> I think bad advice, although something that probably other people do or more most people do, is just put it on your credit card. <laughs> that's terrible advice. <laughs> Actually, here's good advice. Line of credit gives you a far better interest rate than a credit card. Mm -hmm. Even though it sounds scarier, like a line of credit, but that's essentially what a credit card is. It's a line of credit, too. But if you get an actual line of credit with your bank, it gives you a better interest rate, and then you pay less money in interest over the years, which is technically smarter and more financially responsible. Technically. 
technically. So I think it's just a balance. Also, like, I know people who spend $5 a day on Starbucks. I don't spend $5 a day on Starbucks. That frees up time for me to spend money on lunches. Yeah, she spends $20 a day on lunches. <laughs> Not a day. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh... The way to be financially responsible is just to budget as best you can. I know it doesn't sound creative, but... She wants creative, though. Okay, invest in the stock market. <laughs> what should she invest in? Tesla. Okay. Invest... Did, you, did you see that jump it made? She oh. could have been rich. If you would have put $50,000 down, you would have doubled your profits. So invest in what you think will be the next Tesla. Yeah. Something like Which that. Which probably still Tesla. That's not that creative, though. Here's a creative idea. Put all of the things you want to buy onto little strips of paper in a jar. Then, <laughs> once a week or once a month, you're allowed to take out one of the strips of paper and what it says you can buy. Like, these are lavish things, right? Like, how she, expensive are they? Well, I don't know, but she wants to she wants to live life to the fullest. So, like, imagine, you know, I'm going to go... Skydiving this week. Sure. Or, like, book a weekend escape, you know? Yeah, or, like, a mountain of drugs this week. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> but, yeah, and then each week and or month, whatever you feel like is more financially responsible, <laughs> you take out a sheet of paper, and then you get to spend it because that's what the jar says. Great idea. I You've been really liking things with, like, boxes and jars <laughs> this week. Yeah, I think it's creative. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. That was a pretty good answer, Linda. Not bad. I'll give you that one. Thanks. Uh, I think we should go on to the <laughs> third question now. I think we wrapped up Helen's question pretty well. <laughs> okay, so the third question is from Eric. Eric says, I am getting married, and I'm not sure about the invite list. Mm, congratulations, Eric. This is always hard. Invite lists for weddings are always hard. Uh, Eric says, I have a childhood friend who did not invite me to his wedding when he got married, but that was when we weren't really talking. We talk a lot more now, and I would like to invite him to my wedding, but I am still hurt he didn't invite me to his. What should I do? Mike? I think with that, in that case, like, who knows how long it's been since this person got married? Like, because when we got married, we had tons of people that we wanted to invite but we were like this. We were like, because I was still, I just got out, just started plumbing. I was just a first year plumber when we got married. Mm -hmm. I think financials yeah. factor. And we into had it. been saving up for like a year, maybe a year and a two, maybe two years even. Mm -hmm. We were just save, putting a little bit away every day. And we were looking at the list and we had like, I think our list, we had like 200 people. In the end, I think we invited 170 and we had about 150 people. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like, it was hard for us. We had to make a lot of cuts. With, like, people, because I'd been out of high school for, what, like... A few years. Four or five years? Yeah. And we had to decide, like, I wanted to invite a bunch More of people, people from my high school, and you and wanted I, to invite a bunch of your yeah, people that then, you knew. But then we were like, well, we oh. didn't. I haven't talked to them, and I still really haven't talked to them since then. Yeah, but then some people, there are some people that, are, that I do regret. Not like, inviting, yeah, because now you talk to them. Yeah, because I find that weddings are so... Or, like, wedding lists, and also wedding, like like bridal parties they're so of that moment in yeah. time and you can be such because friendships are fleeting <laughs> 
you can be really good friends with someone. What month is it right now? In February. And then in June, maybe you haven't talked to them since February. And that just happens. Yeah, people move apart. They come and go. Ebb and flow of a relationship. So I think, Eric, the fact that you talk more to that person now and you were really good friends and now sort of your friendship has kind of ebbed and flowed back... And if you want to invite him, then invite him. Yeah, it's not like it's you're never going to look back and be like, oh, man, can't believe I invited that person. Right. But you will. I think you will regret it if you don't invite this person now because you're talking to them now. And that who knows? That could ruin a friendship, too. Oh, if, you're, if you're talking to someone now and then you like, how would you feel? I'm sure that would ruin a friendship because it has ruined friendships. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's Specifically there's, Linda's friendships. Yeah, there are girls that I did not invite to my wedding and that we stopped being friends for that purpose. But, like, I just feel also we could just do a whole episode on friendship questions. I just feel like that's also, like, you just have your different, like, levels. Like, why couldn't why couldn't we just be internet friends or acquaintances you know wait why do you have to be my wedding friend (laughs) so yeah that's a great that's great advice mike that i think that he would regret it if he didn't yeah and yeah with weddings it's hard you're inviting people that like you're gonna be inviting people that you don't want coming to your wedding so why not invite the (laughs) people that you do want to come as well you know yeah because there's gonna be so many i don't know how deep you are in the wedding planning right now there's gonna be like all these rules and like depending on how like involved your parents are they might have like they have their own say yeah they have their say in things so if you can control it and you're already thinking you know i would like this person at my wedding i mean i think tell them that you're hurt. Yeah, for sure. Tell them that you're upset that you, they didn't get invited. If you haven't yet. But then, like, I don't know, this is the case where it's like, it's not the other person's fault they didn't invite you to the wedding. Right. Because you weren't talking. And honestly, it doesn't matter who you invite to your wedding. Right. Because it's just, it's just about years, like, who you're friends with now. Yeah. Ten years <laughs> down the road, you're going to be like, oh, shit, did we even know each other back then? Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. we have people who are like, why didn't we invite you to our wedding? And it's like, oh, we didn't even know you. Well, some of that and we're is good like, friends with them now. Yeah. Well, some of it was this timing, too, because I remember, like, I had started a new job. Same. Yeah. I also yeah, we started both a new started a new job. Guys, I still work at that job, and guys still bring it up to this day. <laughs> La- last shift, they're like, hey, Mike, you didn't invite Kirk to your wedding. What was up with that? <laughs> you, if you guys were so close working together. Yeah, and he's still in your life today. So it's the same guy who said, Mike, I see you for 10 days at a time, and I'm with you for 10 hours a day. I don't need to see you on days off. <laughs> We don't I still remember yet. that. Yeah, no, and you I suck, Kirk. <laughs> Does Kirk listen? Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, no, and then yeah, because I just started a new job, and and then our wedding was maybe in four months, and it's like you can't invite someone at a new job with just four months to go to your wedding like that. You no, know, no chance. I invited my boss. That was it. Yeah, even though I'm really well, they didn't even go. That was more of a courtesy, right? Yeah, I just did to be nice. Well, maybe I should have invited my bosses. <laughs> no. Now you're own, your own boss. That's true. <laughs> Suckers. Yeah. Look at me now. <laughs> I still work. I still work for the same company. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, weddings are so tricky. But I think think about where you are at in this moment in time and who you would like to be there. And then forget about because I think this is also true about bridal parties where it's like, well, I. Wait. 
hey, Linda, you should tell the story about how you didn't become a bridesmaid. How would that work out? No, that's different. Okay. <laughs> tell that's that story. Different. That's a fun story. Well, I'll just summarize it real quick. But, like, I, I had been really... Like, we called each other best friends for many years, most of our life growing up. And she was a bridesmaid in my wedding. But then uh, when it came to her wedding, she asked me to be her MC and not in her bridal party. And I was like, uh, actually, I had said yes at first because I'm like, what do I say to that? Because I was put on the spot. And then afterwards, I thought about it. And I was like, no, this is very hurtful. I don't want to be just your MC. And also, you could have asked me to be your bridesmaid and your MC because she came back and was like, but you're just one of the, you're the most like well spoken out of my friends. I was like, then ask me to be both. Yeah, we've been to many weddings where people have been both the MC <laughs> and in the bridal party. But it was hilarious because. <laughs> Linda was texting me because we dropped her off to go have lunch and then she comes back and she's like she asked me to be her fucking MC (laughs) and I was with my friend Rob and we were like oh my god Linda's like enraged tears so maybe that's not a good example of how like just because they didn't reciprocate doesn't mean that you shouldn't but I think that's different because that was a different understanding of levels of friendship, you know? Yeah. I thought we were, you know, best friends, but apparently we were not best friends or we grew out of it. Whereas if this guy's just your friend, then, you know. Yeah, invite him to the wedding. Yeah, he's who cares? just a friend. That's cool. And if you don't want to invite him, don't invite him. Who really cares, honestly? Well, he cares enough to People ask. People don't even have weddings anymore. That's true. Are you going to elope? <laughs> like, whatever you want. But we, well, We've known a few people now who've eloped, eh? Yeah, and then they come back and do they do reception yeah, parties? Yeah, a little, little fun party at home. Which is still fun. And you know, honestly, it's your wedding. Do whatever you want. And this is easier said than done. You know, it's easier to give this advice than to do it because yeah. you feel all this pressure and you don't want people to be upset with you. But we haven't been invited to a few people's weddings as well over the years. Yeah. That I and was we're like... not their friends anymore. <laughs> Fuck those people. You know, that I was maybe like, oh, that's a little bit of a surprise, but all right, sure. But, like, yeah, we don't not be f- their friends after, right? <laughs> or do we? <laughs> Just saying, if you're listening to this and uh, you're, you you're, of, you're friends and, and you didn't invite us to your wedding. And you're like, man, they haven't talked to us in a while. No, we're just kidding. <laughs> or are we? We're not that. We're probably not kidding. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Linda can be pretty spiteful. It's true. It's not my best quality. <laughs> Spite. I don't think that's a quality people like having. I'm not patient, and sometimes I'm quite spiteful. <laughs> but I know my limitations. So, Eric, <laughs> I hope that you invite your friend because it sounds like you want to. And just do it. Just do whatever you want because it's your wedding. And that's the only time that you can really make those types of decisions. And 10 years down the road, you're not even going to remember who came to your wedding. So Honestly, it's true. I barely even remember a wedding. That might have been from the alcohol, though. <laughs> yeah, that was probably it. I, on the other hand, was totally sober and was like just cleaning up after people. <laughs> yeah. I think Linda was the only bride I've ever seen cleaning up the place the night of her wedding. <laughs> whatever all right so those are our three questions for this episode i think that i think we gave out solid advice as always another solid award-winning once advice. again we didn't say here's what i think once maybe we'll say Shit. that we'll say that in the next episode we remember 
I'm going to remember it for the next episode. Uh, tune in for the next episode when we will be doing another giveaway. We're doing another giveaway? No, the next one, not this episode. Oh, of course. But we do appreciate all of our delayed listeners who keep, like, entering our old contest. <laughs> and they go, uh... I realize it's probably late, but still good to try and enter. Yeah, we get a lot of messages that are just olive <laughs> from our first giveaway, which is cute. If you do message us, I will ask you to review us. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and all that good stuff at Mike Thy King. You can follow me at Lindork, and you can follow the podcast at Whitpod. Whitpod. She made me re-record. The, the opening, because I said Whitpod, and she's like, it's Whitpod. Yeah, he needs to be able to say the right name of the podcast. Whitpod. You know, it reminds me of that Family Guy episode. Whip cream. Was it whipped cream? Wh- whip. Uh, whip. Why are you saying it like that? Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. It was cool, cool whip. whip. Yeah, it was cool whip. <laughs> Whitpod. And you can submit uh, all your questions at, what's that? Google form thingy. It's called a Google form. Yeah. Google form. You submit the thing. And you say, put your name in, and you go, "Hey, I have this problem. Can you help uh, help me?" And we go, "You bet your ass, we can." It's true. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.